podcast my name is grant so again life has gotten in the way uh and we have another kind of special episode this week unfortunately dave uh was not able to record uh he will be back next week everything should be going back to normal hopefully like i said life gets in the way there's not much you can do about it uh but we do have a special guest this week but before we get to there um if this is your first time listening to the podcast this is an anime only pod uh, we have no insights into the manga or where the story is going, uh, so don't worry about uh, anything like that. Uh, so before we get into the stops and all that, I'd like to introduce uh, our guest, Yo Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Leanna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. It's it's kind of fun to have, have you on because I feel like you're the specter of this podcast. You're just always <laughs> floating around. Your name is here, your name is there, but uh, finally we got you on. I'm very excited to be here. Right on. So... Attack on Titan is just one of the many shows that I've forced upon you over the years, So, this, which I know for a fact you love, but uh, this season so far, what, uh, what's, uh, what's your favorite episode? Um, I would have to say probably Two Brothers, just absolute chaos and carnage. Absolute carnage, yeah, that's a good one. Um, as a whole, like, you know, it's kind of, this is the end of the season, so a lot of stuff has been getting crazy, but... Which one do you prefer more so far? Part one or part two for season four? Oh, um, I, I'm enjoying part two. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Busy, busy, busy. So, all right. So we're going to jump right into, uh, right into the synopsis and uh, then we'll, we'll break down the episode. Uh, so the episode is called Night of the End. Deep in the forest, an unlikely rabble uh, of Marley stragglers and island fugitives attempt to set their hatred aside and talk around a campfire without killing each other quite an episode (laughs) indeed um so what are your feelings on it um it was a very deep episode uh obviously everybody has a lot of feelings to unpack yeah it's like therapy it was like watching group therapy (laughs) yes but um definitely one of my favorite mine too yeah i would i just Compared to the last one that we watched, I would say that was a weird one. I think so, us <laughs> and up. the fan base in general was a little was a little thrown off by that. And you know, I'm I think both you and I were I think we're just a sucker for Jean. We've just always he's just always Correct. been he's just been one of those characters we've loved. And it was a very 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 heavy and strong Jean episode. Um, I feel like we've never really seen like we've seen you know him rise to the occasion lots of times, but. Mm-hmm. We haven't really seen him have these moments of self-reflection. We got we got a lot of that in this episode. So, um, so yeah. So you know, the episode opens up with Jean narrating what is kind of like a weird like fever dream. You know, so we get you know him kind of like sipping booze. Also, it's the most beautiful the show has looked. I think mm-hmm. it's just this almost looks like a Paris street. You know, he's got his own balcony. He's got his two bottles of booze. Two bottles of booze. He's just yes. really enjoying the day, midday drinking. Um, but we get to see you know like will be his life you know um i think it's the assumption if you know he sides with not sides with the agris but he kind of just stops and you know what Mm -hmm. life would go back to semi-normal um what do you think of like the uh mikasa imposter wife (laughs) 
<laughs> and the Aaron baby. I've read a lot online. People seem to think the baby it, looks it, a lot like Aaron. It does. It does. Um, well, what I like about Jean is that I think he, like you have said about Armin, is that Armin is kind of like the audience. Mm. Jean is kind of like if one of us were plucked up and put into that world. That's, I, yeah, I, I, 100%. You know, he just... Like you said, he's a natural-born leader, but I think he just wants to be living the simple life. And they've kind of like, you know, it's it's funny. I'm surprised. <clears throat> I think it was uh, was it last episode or the episode before when Flock is trying to like win him over. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to like he's teasing with that life of like yeah, like that military police life that you wanted. You can kick back and be the lazy Jean. I've actually forgotten that that was Jean's goal because like, he's he's been so prominent as like the leader and a part of like the gang like you forget that like he was he was kind of the foil for like very early on like no one really knew where he was going but yeah so natural born leader so you know we get this you know we get this kind of like dream moment and you know it's kind of just cut short with you know Hanj knocking at the window and we actually get that shot I think from last episode of Shaw covering his ears up yes you know the rumblings you know we thought I guess in that moment uh we thought the rumbling was taking place but it clearly wasn't because he was just trying to cover his ears it was actually Han. i think it's alluded to that Hans was knocking on the window that's why he was maybe covering his ears makes sense but um so you know jean is kind of coaxed to go outside mikasa and Hans are waiting for him we get which i love Hans was just like i'm caught up <laughs> you know like don't worry <laughs> we don't need to rehash all this out but um the the nice thing about this is we don't need to fill in all the gaps it's just we're good let's just move forward and you know we get the reveal that you know, Hanj has teamed up with the Marlians. And, um, you know, so we kind of cut them back inside the house. I don't know if that's Jean's house or that's just where he was hiding out. Um, but they have, like, a good back and forth of, you know, we need to stop them and, like, the what-if scenario. So, you know, and uh, Hanj is just flat out. Genocide's bad. I think, everyone, yes, <laughs> I think everyone's agreed. on the same page with that. Um, but it's, it's really interesting to see Jean, like... It's not even the what if, it's like, okay, yes, we stop Aaron, but like, what, you know, we all know what's going to happen next. It's going to be yeah. four years, the world hates us. Um, you, you know, it's so funny you said that, like, Jean is, like, you know, that arm to Jean thing, like, he, yeah. it is us, like, how would we really be, you know, mm-hmm. be dealing with these big, you know, big elements too, like, the world is ending and just, like, going on about their ways, but... And the Hanj too, like this is even though this is a very Jean heavy episode, I think this is also a Hanj heavy episode. Which I'm okay with. Ha- the best. Oh, she is the best. I love. Who's her. your? Yeah, okay. While we're here, who's your favorite? Your top three characters. <laughs> oh, that's hard. <laughs> um, probably Hanj. Yeah. Just because. Well, I mean, she is no longer the happy mm. Hanj that we were introduced to. Yes. Um. I just love her because she's quirky and she just wants to do... She's always the smartest person in the room. Yes. Yes. Um, Levi, for obvious reasons. I'm obviously on the Levi (laughs) (laughs) fan wagon. (laughs) And um, I am also a sucker for Armin. Armin. I I like my nerds, so... (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's, again, it's, we don't need to, like, really break down what, you know, the conversation itself. It's a lot of, you know, genocide's bad. But one of the many standouts of this episode is, you know, Han just making the point of, 
you know, I'm not going to speak for everyone that's, you know, whatever in the past that we've lost kind of thing. We just get this beautiful shot of like everyone we've lost along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, goosebumps. Goosebumps. Like every time we've watched the episode like two, three times now and, and every time it just completely gets us beautiful. And it's also too, I was reading online, um, there's a couple like at least one unexpected character is Pixis had his like his right hand man or woman. Mm-hmm. She like she was in the front of the row and I guess the presumption is she either died in battle or maybe she had also drank some oh. of the spinal fluid wine. So mm-hmm. that was it was kind of surprising to see her. She's because we only got a few scenes with her. Nothing, nothing super major. But that was the only no. standout of. But it was just you know, you know Marco's there and like poor Marco. Um, but then you get like you know Jean like the just the standout line of like Hanj like you know basically count me in. I'm always going to be a scout. You know yeah. I'm a scout first, and that's when we know we got you know Jean's in. You know, the yeah. team, one, a key member is officially back in the team. Um, so, yeah. So, you know, from there we cut to Hanj cutting potatoes, just like making <laughs> up a stew. Hanj, like, you know, through the rest of this episode, we're pretty much, for the most part, we're around this campfire. And Hanj is just, you know, her sniping, like trying to parent people, mother people, and trying to like move the conversations different ways. I love that. She's... She's always been that very, you know, like you had said before, she was quirky, she was kind of funny, she was similar to Sasha, she was, you know, comic relief for a lot yeah. of the time, so to kind of see her, like, use that effective, like, you know, almost like I said, group therapy earlier, just kind of like, alright guys, you know, let's, like, <laughs> let's settle down, but, um, you know, things kind of kick off with McGath and Jonah, which is a pairing I never thought I'd see coming. Yeah, me neither. So, you know, I'm, as you know, I'm I'm on the McGath train. I, I think he's, <laughs> he's a really good character. But this was kind of like, <clears throat> this was interesting because I didn't think of it at the time. But it was it was almost like two old guards going head to head. You know, it was just like a, it was almost like a he said, she said. You know, Jean mm-hmm. was like, you know, you know, he makes the point of like, oh, you guys suffered. No, we suffered. McGath. It was just kind of like they're talking at each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um. It's, it's kind of a weird question to ask, but like, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because they're all trying to stop Aaron. But do you think, do you think McGath, I found personally as a McGath fan, I found him to be a little weird in the scene of like kind of stubborn. Yeah, a little bit. Um, like he couldn't I, see what he had done, you know? Yeah. Even like sending children to war. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he's like, he's like calling their, you know, he, you know, Jean makes a point of like. You know, like, we were just trying not to get eaten. And McGath makes a point of, like, you want to throw history in my face? I'll throw, you know, I'll throw history in your mm-hmm. face. But you're right. At the end of the day, they were make, choosing children. Um, I guess at one point he did have some hesitancy. You know, there's that scene, I think, when, uh, is it Falco or Zeke? When Zeke was a kid and he was trying really hard to get in. And oh, yes. I think McGath was on, like, horseback with someone else. He was like, clearly younger and he made a point yeah. of, like, I don't know if this is a good idea but but uh but yeah, anyway so just you know jean mcgath have this back and forth um but hanj was i think it was her that said it that she's right that it's just like we weren't there yeah like hundreds or thousands of years ago like can we just talk about it that's the that is the main theme of this episode and of the world right now, yeah. but yeah, what's pa- what's what's in the past? In the past, like we're dealing with this right now. You know, yeah. the, the problem at hand. No, you're you're hundred percent right. Um, you know, so <laughs> this, you know, after Hanj kind of breaks up McGath and Jaw, 
Annie speaks up, and this is kind of like round two of like the Marlians and this and the you know the the Islanders kind of going head to head. We get you know we get some Mikasa and Annie, which are like respectively mirrors on both sides of the faction a little bit. Like not backstory wise, but like they're the badasses. Mm-hmm. You know, Annie fucked shit up. Mikasa, you know, fucked shit up. I, I would not want to face either one of them. Yeah, they're like two little tornadoes. You know, in any <laughs> in any action scene that they're in, but you know Annie. Fair, I think fairly brings up the point of like, okay, well, you know, suppose like we do stop Aaron, like, you know, like you're not going to let us kill him. And she kind of, you know, poses that to Mikasa. And of course, no one will really answer, you know, they'll, and Armin brings up the point of like, we're obviously going to try and talk to him first. Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's like this weird, I found this a little forced too, of like, you know, Andy kind of like tease up of like, well, it almost seems like, should we just have this out now if you're going to stop us later? Yeah. And then on the flip of a dime, she like, you know, she puts her hand out. She's like, no, like, we got to try first. Kind of, I found this to be a little weird. I think both sides are kind of confused, like, obviously, and they're trying to <laughs> figure things out. So maybe that's why there's, that is true. Yeah. There's a little bit of flip flopping. I guess Annie's been in like a crystal egg for four years, so yeah. she's <laughs> she already doesn't know how to socialize with people. That probably made it worse. Yeah, she really doesn't. She's, <laughs> she's better with her fists than her words. Yes. Um, but you know that kind of like eases up there. You know, once once the kind of Annie kind of puts the pin in it. Um, so we kind of get this cool scene of there's a lot of shots of just the forest around them kind of moving around and there's some voiceover mm-hmm. of Hange and uh, <clears throat> Hange and uh, McGas speaking. So I guess, you know, at this point it, it's, it's planned out that they're making for the port. The Azuma Beatles have left a plane uh, for the purpose of observing the rumbling, which I do recall at the end of season four, part one, they brought that up. I think so. I think around the time when they meet, around the time when, uh, like, that one, like, very heavy Azuma Beto episode where we get the reveal of the Ackerman tattoo and all that. Yeah. Um, but, so, so that's what they're doing. They're making for a plan, and they're talking about, you know, it's important because they only have so much fuel. Uh, so they, it kind of cues into the interrogation scene of Elena, which... Here we go. This is the juice. <laughs> this is probably one of some of the heaviest heavy uh, this show has ever done. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> in the process of interrogating her, um, it is revealed that she's in fact a Marlian. Did not really see that coming. I didn't either. I never even gave it any thought that mm-hmm. she... I Honestly, I had assumed that she was a Marlian, but she was just siding with Zeke. But I guess... It was posed that she was saying she wasn't Marlian. I, I honestly don't recall that. I can't say I do either. Also, like, Onya Capone just looking absolutely shook when they kind of posed that <laughs> question to her of, like, Yelena? <laughs> like, obviously he didn't know. Like, he was clearly left in the dark about a lot of stuff, you know, considering her. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and we get this thing, like, a Piek with, like, the super spooky, but also very enjoyable voice you know kind of in the tight form yeah. talking to her and that weird like Nelena just reaches up and like touches her face and i was like oh that's a weird sensual moment but yeah it, it was i was trying to figure out if piek was enjoying that or was like kind of disgusted yeah. by yeah it. just going i can't look at you right now <laughs> but you know so they kind of you know it's kind of weird because they kind of like turn into like she had like this almost like a power fantasy about her like making her own story and and you know they kind of they kind of put her on the spot 
and Yelena just proceeds to pull out the warheads, and she just absolutely <laughs> spanks the group. It's this, and you know, it's like we've known all this stuff has happened. These are you know, and we'll we'll, we'll get to those in a moment, but you know, we every single one of these things that she points out, like whether you know it's Reiner and Annie, and, and like so, we're gonna get to them all, but like to have them all just sitting there, all soaking it in as the characters soaking up their moments, like just. You know, just the memory of all the things they've done. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of those powerful storytelling bits they've done in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and also too, like the the way they cut from character to character. Like it's it's always it's probably some of the fastest non action scenes they've had. Yeah, jumping from one to the other. You know, just kind of seeing how everyone's reacting to one statement. So I guess what we'll do, we'll break down. Uh, I guess it's five ones that she brings up. There's some kind of like other small stuff she mentions, but I just um, want it interject and say i think uh the voice actor for yelena yeah is like perfectly cast like she's got the most like haunting but like beautiful voice she does it's it's motherly i find but it is fucking terrifying what's your like your like do you hate Yelena or do you like you double hate Yelena or uh, yelena sorry (laughs) (laughs) no no Um, Yelena hate Um, I, I mean, I hate her, but I think it's because she's a good villain. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's interesting, you know, because, whereas, like, it's so funny, I feel like the fan base is finding, like, these new characters to, like, hitch their wagon to of, like, just, they can't stand, you know, it was kind of teed up with Gabby, you know, the beginning of last season. And, you know, we're going to get to her growth, you know, she has a huge moment in this episode, and she's had, had huge moments this season. Um, you know, and then it kind of morphed into Yelena, mm-hmm. and then it kind of morphed into Flock, who's now... Well, Flock is just trash. Absolute trash. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but you know, I agree too. Yelena is a is similar to Zeke, and it's funny that they're paired up the way they are. Um, they're both, like, tremendous villains, and, you know, their stories... Zeke has a pretty tragic backstory. That's the thing with Yelena, like, we don't really know... We haven't seen the suffering in her life. We just see, like, her actions now. Whereas Zeke, we've seen, you know, his raw deal. You know, like, you know, yeah. the sin- sins of the father, for sure. Um, but, no, I, I do agree. The voiceover work on her is... It was just... It was like being told a story, you know? Like, we were kind of mm-hmm. brought in, like, the... You know, the the music and the score in this episode is good as always. But in this episode, they really took the time. You hear the crackling of the fire. People mm-hmm. are eating their food. So, we'll get, you know... We'll get down to what Yelena kind of points the finger at... Uh, she kind of opens up the ass kicking with uh, Reiner, who you know, of course, fairly kind of started this whole story by kicking in the wall, um, and no one's really surprised by that. It's everyone just kind of you know looking around, kind of moves over to Annie, who, <laughs> you know, we all we all remember Annie for just you know playing cat and mouse in the freaking forest dropping bodies some of it's it's so crazy because we've had so little of annie across these four seasons but when i think back to how violent the show is i just picture in season one where she's just you know quite literally terrorizing the scout like levi squad in the forest and was being cruel you know like some of those some of those kills were just like unnecessary i find you know she could have just killed him and moved on. But she was... It was sadistic. It was like a cat playing with, like, a mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, we move on to Armin, which, you know, this one hurts, too. And I think this is... You know, like, Reiner... 
what Reiner did, because we have the whole split personality thing that we can get into, but like he was on a mission, he was indoctrinated his own way, similar to Gabby and all this and that. But like Armin, like to save Aaron's ass, made the choice and chose to, you know, literally nuked the harbor. Yeah. And, you know, just the Elena's line read of, you know, the if you include the civilians, like how many mountains of corpses, you know, are under, you know, it just... <sighs> my boy Armin, I hate to see it. It breaks my heart every time it's yeah. brought up. It's just one of those things you want to think about. Um, the one that, like... I found a little weird was her calling out Jean taking a shot at Falco and Piac. Like that was like the middle of a battle. Like, you know, yeah, I get that. But like, but we had that moment. Did Jean makes the point of, did I purposely miss or did she defend that? Do you remember, do you remember that moment in like in part one when they're at like the attack on Liberio? He has a shot. Like Piac, I think Falco had just been, Reiner had just saved Falco. Mm-hmm. They had teamed up with Piac and Magath and Jean gets like a thunder spear shot on her. Oh, on okay. them, and I think I think actually like he would have went for the kill. Yeah. But I think the Piek did like the steam oh, and deflected it. Yes. So like I think that's like the less of the bunch, you know. Could be Yelena was, um, you know, doing her thing strategically, mm-hmm. knowing that she would maybe get a rise out of Jean, especially with the Marco bomb that she was gonna later drop. Yeah. So do you think do you think this is her just? planning like is this like like an exit strategy or is this her like quite literally just fucking with everyone it's hard to say it is hard to say i I don't know who exactly is gonna come to her rescue now But, but even like do you think like maybe not an exit strategy but do you think there is some do you think she's genuinely trying to get maybe get the two sides to fight or do you think she's just fucking with them? Do you think she knows that they are together I think, and they're united? I think she's just fucking with them. I think that's yeah, the I, type of person she is. She's hard to... Because you know what? It, it's kind of... <clears throat> you know, it, saying this out loud kind of seems strange. But, like, I almost wish we had some, like, Gabby time with Yelena. You know, some backstory. And, you know, I, it would be weird in, like, the next... Th- I think there's only three episodes left. It would be weird for them to dedicate a huge portion of an episode to Yelena's backstory. Because I don't mm. think it's needed. But... I think it would have been nice, like, to really see, because we've only really seen the moments of, like, her seeing Zeke for the first time, and her kind of getting that zealotry, but, like, I, w- I would have actually liked to see more of her, like, serving, you know, um, Zeke in that way, and then, also, too, they make mention of, you know, she was the one who taught Aaron, or Aaron all about the mainland. Mm-hmm. I would have loved a scene of, like, her explaining the ins and outs of, you know, Marley and the world, and yeah she's clearly a smart character not as smart as she thinks she is but you know it's <laughs> but uh you know case in point uh all this but and then finally you know she makes a point of like also gabby killed sasha and i think to me the biggest like you know twist of the knife is like even i like sasha she was such a sweet girl it's like yeah you're evil i remember saying when we watched the first <laughs> time saying it out loud i was like you're just fucking evil and it makes me think she's just fucking with everyone but um so, you know, Jean kind of try to take the power back a little bit and he interrupts her, <laughs> you know, makes a point of, you know, you know, thanks, you know, we should be thanking you, you know, you're giving us the opportunity to air out our grievances, essentially. Um, and then Elena just doesn't, like, ease up. She's like, well, no. So, also, what about Marco? Annie begins to explain the Marco situation, uh, what had happened, and, and Reiner just interrupts her. You know, he takes full responsibility and explain how, which is probably some of the saddest shit I've had to watch in this show ever. It's just yeah. Reiner 
you know, I love Reiner, but what a f- sad, conflicted, confused <laughs> character. I truly, he truly, you know, it's it would be hard to rank all the characters in the show about who has the shittiest, who has the rawest deal. Yeah, it would be impossible. It's you know, I think there's, I think there's a top five for sure, but it's to mm. who is number one, and but just you know, like Reiner. I think he knows what he did was all wrong, but, like, at the same time, like, you know, it's, again, like, you know, Dave and I have talked before, like, just how conflicted he is, and in this moment, you're like, fuck, like, is is he conflicted? Is he, you know, like, is he just sorry? But, you know, again, Hans trying to, you know, swoops in, tries to break up the moment, um, the intense moment, uh, you know, kind of pointing out how far everyone has come, and you know like the fact that they're sitting around all having a meal together is so important which i agree it's it's just it's so crazy to see that this is who we ended up with at the end as like Mm -hmm. sitting around this campfire and you know hans you know points that out and it is really true but reiner Reiner can't fucking help himself um no i i i think he he likes getting the shit kicked out of him honestly (laughs) yeah because we're about to add another one to the book because you know he he kind of just continues where he was going and um, it's, it's interesting because like we as the audience know his confliction and almost like this split personality that he has because he like flat out says it, you know, like in the moment he says, you know, when Marco was getting eaten, he says like, you know, how could you eat Marco? And he kills the Titan and, you know, it's, I wonder if anyone picked up on that. If anyone, I think Jean might've picked up on it. I think he might've been focused because of what was being talked about. Yeah. Um, they might have all been surprised because there was that shot of Hanj's face when he said that line. Yeah. And she looked genuinely surprised mm-hmm. or shocked. Yeah, no. So so Reiner finally says the words. He says, I'm sorry. And, you know, again, this is where we add another one to the Reiner asking <laughs> list. And Jean just proceeds to, like, what, like, punch his eyes out and, like, Reiner's lost teeth. Yeah, I thought his eyes popped out. And I thought it was so interesting, too, like, when, you know, so Jean, like, leaps, you know, on top of Reiner. No one stops him, too. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's like everyone knew this had to happen. Uh, even McGath, like, was kind of, like, he he looked in shock. I think when he brought up, like, the Titan stuff, too, they, there was a couple shots on Gabby and Falco. Pieck is hard to tell because he's, like, in the Titan, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, Levi's sleeping on a cart, being held up by the cart, which I thought was so funny. Um <laughs> You know, like, the way, even the way, like, it was purposely drawn, like, the way Jean was punching Reiner, it's like, he was, like, slamming his fist. He wasn't punching him directly, yeah. he was just yeah. hammering him. And, um, you know, then Armin and Connie finally swoop in to stop him, and, you know. So, this is where we get Gabby. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, I've, it's well noted what I originally thought about Gabby, and I've come full circle, but this is just, I, I finally think her story is complete now. Because, you know, she gets in the... Because Reiner's a cousin, obviously, family. She tries to protect her family. We've, we've, we've learned to see that Gabby is that type of character. Yeah. Uh, she tries, you know, to shield funny, you know, the irony of her, again, someone shielding Reiner, who's, like, essentially the shield titan. Uh, Jean accidentally kicks her. And it kind of just, you know, everything kind of calms down after that point. And then one of the most... I think, personally, this season so far of voice acting is Gabby and then shortly afterwards Falco genuinely begging mm-hmm. for 
it's it's not just the scouts they're talking to. I think they're talking to Jean, begging him for his help. And that's like 10, 15 seconds of like, you know, help us, help us, please. You know, it's 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 truly harrowing stuff. Um, and then Jean kind of just like can't do it, like walks away. Yeah. Um, but then we get that shot of him, you know, he clearly just like, I don't know how, I wonder how far he went from the campfire, but it's just him behind the tree covering his ears again, like we've seen him do the past two episodes. Yeah. He's, he's really torn, you know, like I, it's, I could not imagine, you know, cause how many times throughout the series has he been talking about like, when is this going to end? Like peace. Mm. And it's, it's crazy. Like this episode I hadn't realized how many major breadcrumbs along the way that they did for Jean, for this moment for Jean specifically. Like, I can think of, you know, the moment leading up to Sasha being killed on the blimp, you know, or I guess moments after, you know, when Flock was going to throw Gabby and Falco out the window, and, you know, like, when is this fighting going to stop? And, you know, there's a scene with, I recall, like, him and Armin saying, like, if anyone's going to stop this, it's Aaron, you know, all mm-hmm. this stuff in a, in a previous season, so... It's it just it was kind of mind blowing to see to see all this kind of come to fruition, um, but you know, in the following morning we get a nice gentle awakening of Gabby and Falco by Jean. I just love the oh you're gonna help us and I'm like yeah like of course it was just, it was like classic Jean smug of like obviously like you know, and then uh, you know Reiner gets like the less gentle awakening which is. Yeah, I love Typical. the comedy. The comedy right to the end of this, like the little stuff there, just the violent shake of Reiner waking up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the episode ends. You know, the the group has clearly moved out. There's like a very strange scene on the wagon, like the following morning of the apology scene. The apology scene, yeah. <laughs> like two thirds of an apology scene. <laughs> you know, uh, Jean apologizes to Gabby, asking if she's okay. Um, <laughs> and he, you know, looks to Reiner, I'm not apologizing to you. And Reiner's like, yeah, it's almost like fair, you know, I yeah. get that. And then the weirdest thing is Andy, like, what about me? Yeah, that that was weird. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> I wonder if that was just like straight out of the manga and they were just, you know, maybe mm. it was meant, maybe in, in the manga panel had more potency to it, but it just felt like dead air yeah. in this instance. But, uh, you know, this moment is interrupted by... You know, Piek has arrived, and she had, you know, she might as well be the scout titan, which I find so funny, but, um, you know, she points out that the Jaegerists have taken over the port, and we get a quick shot to flock with Azuma Bido at gunpoint. Yep. With a crazy Yelena look on his face. <sighs> this guy, and you know, like, Bronson and I talked about it last week, and Dave and I have talked about it before, but, like, this dude is just unhinged like at least Yelena had like a focus to her plan like she had some um like there was there was a master plan and I know Flock is like alluding that there is a master plan that he's been involved with but Mm -hmm. I just think the dude's crazy I think he's just unhinged well I I don't think it it helps that because correct me if if I'm wrong I think he was the only survivor of Irwin's uh um, he was the one who brought Erwin back, and he was involved in that whole argument about who do we save, or do yeah. we save Erwin, or do we save Erwin? Yeah. So, I'm sure, well, like, all the characters, uh, I think they're all suffering some from some degree of PTSD. Major. Major. Um, so, maybe he's just, like, officially gone off the deep end. Yeah. 
If I, I wouldn't be surprised if the last episode of this, the final episode of the show is just called Depression because like there is bouts of it going around everywhere. And I think this episode, you know, this episode is really, really special because, you know, it's, it's not groundbreaking, but like, you know, they're able, to, both sides are able to see each other for you know what they're fighting for and who mm-hmm. they are as people. And, you know, I think even though there was a lot of the fighting and the bickering amongst each other, like the end of the day they all chose to sit there and they sat there and i think they all know they need each other talk it through like marco's last words we can get i hadn't thought of that yeah haven't even talked about it yeah wow good call that's i i hadn't even thought of that that was deep i was like a lot of problems in real life in general or would be would be solved if people would just talk things just talk it out before they act Let's not kick a hole in the wall, you know, yeah. before. But, um, but yeah, so I guess going forward, do you think next episode we're getting, do you think this is just going to be solely on the port? Like, it's just going to be the siege on the port? Or do you think, I think, I think Flock catches it this episode. I mean, they've, they've cleared, and I don't, and I'm not, I this, hope is, so. this isn't just wishful thinking, but <laughs> I think this is, the big bad is here. There's three episodes left, you know. Do you think there's going to be any casualties on the good guys' side going into this? Probably. 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 Unfortunately. I don't think it's going to be a happy ending. I could be wrong. Yeah. Just when I think I know where this show is going, it always steers a different way. You get an episode like this one. Yeah. It's hard to believe that there's only three episodes Mm. left. I have no idea how they're going to wrap it up, so... Like, I'm... You know, I've... I've just stopped trying to figure out like how th- what they're gonna do with Aaron because I think wh- yeah. what happens with Aaron is just it's either gonna be so obvious or it's just gonna be so out there. I have no mental capacity to try and figure <laughs> that out. But the way they teed up and this could be them on purpose, like teeing it up that way. But I think Flock is is out, and I think so. I think if if she's gonna make an escape. Next episode, I think it'll Elena. It would be next episode that she does it. I, I believe, um, you know, whether you know she tries to find Zeke, and that's the thing we don't even know like what's going on with Zeke and Aaron. I would hope we get like a tease, at least see Aaron and Zeke next episode, mm-hmm. so we kind of have an idea of what we're going into. You know, the the final two episodes. Yeah. But do you think it's just going to be like absolute? balls to the wall action for the next three episodes or do you think we're going to have another sort of deep episode like we just had I I genuinely think next episode we're going to get balls to the walls action it's going to be ridiculous I think I think the second to the second to last episode is going to be a hybrid of you know some action flittered throughout but a lot of deep conversation because like the end of the day, I think we're gonna get that Armin, Mikasa, and Aaron talk that they're hoping yeah. for. Um, that would be crazy for that. I think that would be crazy for them not to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the la- I think the last episode is just. I think it's just gonna be out there. It's gonna be like weird. It's gonna be serene. It's gonna be talky. But um, what about you? What do you What do you think? Um, I'm probably on the the same page as you. I, you know. I'm just going along for the ride because there is only a few episodes left. Yeah. So 
we just... are quite literally at the mercy of the ride we're on at this point. Is, yeah. You know, the, the thinking almost seems not worth it just to see how it comes. True. I, I don't know exactly what they're going to do with Levi. <laughs> that is true. So I'm, a, I'm a little curious about that. I mean, if he's down for the count then he's down for the count the man deserves a break <laughs> because i yeah 100 he's he's uh he's been carrying a lot of uh a lot of the wins for for the show for a long time but mm-hmm. do you think they've kind of already stated like where he's at for like the you know for the remainder because at one one point this episode and one point last episode it's kind of brought up that like he's in not fighting shape mm-hmm. for like the foreseeable future and I don't think he's going to be turned into a titan. I don't think there's going to be anything like that. So yeah. do you think at this point he's just like a battle tactician or he could be used as yeah. bait. I bet you he would be used as bait to draw out Flock because Flock would, would want him dead. And mm. I'm sure, you know, that was the whole plan when they got the, you know, they went looking for him, you know, for Zeke as well. So, oh, that's true. you know, it's, I think he might, uh, I think he might serve his purpose somehow. He's definitely not fighting. I don't think. I don't think so. But, uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's about wraps up the episode. Yeah. Right on. Well, thank you very much, Leanna. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, it's, it's good to have you on because I feel like you've been a, a third member of this podcast. <laughs> you're all, it's, you know, every night we record, you're in the other room either watching Naruto or Bob's Burgers. So it's, you know, you're, you're, yep. you're very much the, uh, the lifeblood of this episode as well, <laughs> or of this show. Um, so if, uh, if it's the first time listening, um, we normally do the post show, uh, on Fridays when we're doing, you know, only covering one show at a time. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to do the post show this week, but we will be back next week, a regular AOT episode, uh, and we will be doing uh, a post show. Uh, I was talking to Dave. Um, we're almost certainly going to be talking about the Batman, so uh, hopefully you see that over the weekend, and uh, we can do a, we'll try and do a spoiler-free post show next week for that. So so look forward to check that out. Um, so check us out on our various social medias. Uh, we're on uh, Facebook and Instagram at Part-Time Otaku Podcast. Um, And uh, yeah, anyways, thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.